Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of X of Words. You're back with me, Ashley. I don't have to introduce myself again. I've got someone more interesting here. Um, This episode, we have Bradley with us. Thank you, Bradley. Now, if anybody doesn't know Bradley, you can follow Knife System. So that's K-N-I-F-E-S-Y-S-T-E-M. Bradley is an incredible artist, has pulled together some looks for the Hellfire Gala. Uh, And if you don't know what the Hellfire Gala is, big deal. New X-Men team, big party to show them off. It involves a lot of like dresses. And Bradley has jumped out of the TL as like an incredible addition to this event. (laughs) Um, So hi, Bradley. Um, It's lovely to have you here. Uh, Introduce yourself. Oh, lovely to be here. Um, So my name is Bradley. I am an artist. I live in Brooklyn. Um, I am uh, from Alabama. I grew up in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. And um, now I live here. Uh, I work. um, (laughs) I'm a comic artist. um, And I work my uh, day job at a uh, print shop, um, which is relevant because I have done a lot of these um, they've been sort of um, cooldowns from long days or or something to get me inspired in the morning on my transit there. I did a lot of I did a lot of this work um, on the train by uh, by uh, timing the more delicate line work between uh, between bumpy areas and um, which is which is unbelievable, <laughs> by the way. Thank you. Um, yeah, they've, they've been really good for me. If you don't, um, I, sometimes people pop up who don't know what the uh, Hellfire Gala is, and it is a um, it is the Met Gala um, for queers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like that. Um, <laughs> thank you. Instead of the real Met Gala, which is for uh, <laughs> straight people exclusively. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, so for anybody listening, this is a new type of episode. So, because we're going to be talking about images, we're going to be talking about art, we're going to be talking about fashion, obviously, you know, podcasting isn't a natural way. Not, not like <laughs> the easiest medium, but uh, what I've done is create a companion thread for you. So, if you head over to X of Words and look into the moments, you'll find one that is titled Hellfire Gala. So you can take a look at the thread, look at what we're looking at, and follow along with us. Um, so yeah, hit the pause button, go find that now, and we'll see you back here in a sec. Okay, so now we have 10 looks. So we're going to try to do this. Bradley and I have both got our little lists here. And <laughs> um, for each look, we are going to do what inspired it and what your favorite part of it was. Bradley, I might try and chip in there and be like, oh my God, I love everything about it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, this is your time. This is your time. All right, let's do it. Okay, cool. So first up on our list is magic. In- in- firstly, in- incredible. Please tell me what inspired this. Thank you. Okay, so magic is what started all of this mess um, because these shoes have been living rent-free in my brain for, I think, literal years. I know I, I know I remember 
in like um, February of 2020, um, the before times, <laughs> uh, I remember seeing these shoes on Pinterest and thinking, I need to draw magic in these, but I don't have an excuse to take the time to do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, and so eventually the Hellfire Gala happens. And my, my I think this was the first thing I thought of when I saw that happen. I was like, oh, I finally get to make the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I made them like these, um, the comedy and tragedy masks. Um, we were like, one is like, uh, this uh, comical, like, frowning expression, and one looks really excited. They are incredible. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> From there, everything else kind of fell into place. The the sword tights uh, were a fun detail to make. The armor sleeve was something that I kind of... I had fun coloring that. Um, you'll see some stuff that I figured out coloring that come up later in my Madeline Pryor yeah. design. I mean, it's it's amazing, like... Because usually it's so armored, and this this looks like iridescent scales, and I was like, yeah. genius. <laughs> uh, I had real fun doing mm -hmm. this, and it, it literally was just a, I knew the shoes, and I never knew what I would do with the outfit other than that, and then very suddenly everything fell into place. It was fun. Ah, amazing. Next look is okay. Boom Boom. Boom, boom. All right. So fun fact about this one is I, I drew it on the train to work. And I was so excited about this. I literally did this at my job in between uh, people approaching my desk, asking me to uh, do things that I was being paid for. Um, <laughs> so I knew I wanted something that was sort of aware. Like, I, I like the idea of her in the comic, like, pow yeah. thing. Um, that was kind of what, what brought this together. She's got a real, um, <laughs> she's got a real Iggy Azalea vibe to her now that I look at her. <laughs> um, which there's only so much you can do about sweet boom boom. Uh, <laughs> but I, it really ended up fun. I enjoy probably my favorite bit, surprisingly, ended up being the poofs in the hair. Um, oh, being little like her little explosion things, and then she herself is this kind of explosion of color, and she looks like her powers in a way that I thought was really fun. And I, I liked it because you know some of the looks that we've seen for the like the the actual on panel looks had the the mutants mm -hmm. incorporating their own powers into it, whereas this was very boom boom because mm -hmm. I can't see her like using her powers all night. She'd be far too drunk for that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just a moment. It was um, incredible. Okay, right. The next one is Danny. All right, Danny. This one, I think this one might be my favorite. This is incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much. This one, I think the inspiration is clear. It is obviously the demon bear. I actually, I tortured myself over this one for longer than the others, I think. For longer than almost any other. Because I didn't want to just put Danny in a sexy outfit because that's not authentic to the character. To a certain degree, all of these are about my love letters to these characters and the, you know, who they mm -hmm. are. I tried to find specifically Native American influences at first, mm -hmm. and I ended up doing that, and I incorporated a, a, a fair amount of that. Um, but I didn't want to just, you know, pull any random Native American thing. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I pulled some from a designer that um, I might tell you to include her name in the notes here. She was specifically, I think, Cheyenne. And then I pulled a lot from Iris Van Herpen and then a little bit from uh, Mindy Lee, who is an incredible artist, um, just as far as like shape language. So I basically just wanted to make the demon bear 
the way Rachel is is wearing her her full hound um, outfit, yes. I wanted something that is a way of reclaiming, you know, one of the worst experiences of your life into uh, into something cool. I talked too long about that, but I I, I loved the demon bear as well. <laughs> no, a hundred percent deserved it, and it's so funny that you said that because I think this was it—a a way of reclaiming <laughs> the trauma, and it, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Also, the pose. Mm-hmm obsessed by <laughs> thank you um i i think oh as far as favorite details i think my favorite details are the hair ties being the eyes of the demon bear <laughs> i think that was a really fun uh a, a really fun deranged bit uh <laughs> to include <laughs> i mean that's yes yes it's the but it works everything just works and i love that people are going to be able to look at this and be like amazing love it thank you so our next look, uh, scrolling down, and we are on, oh, Magma. Magma. All right, Magma was massively fun. All right, so I had, um, I the, what I knew from the beginning um, is that I wanted this, this Roman princess, um, and I wanted, I wanted once again for her, like, it to be a visual representation of her power. So I had in mind that the whole thing would be more like like the cool design thing, but you can see it a bit on the dress and then also on her yeah. arms, the way her powers are, are typically illustrated, yeah. or especially kind of like were in the, the 80s. I mean, it's, it's a bit inconsistent. I, I always had this like chic Grecian dress, and then what ended up pulling it all together was my friend uh, Josh Cornelian, who does a lot of other really great X-Men work. Yeah. I, in my head, I wanted the dress on fire, but that's really, it's it's hard to get that to work with the kind of chic lines that I have here. And it's yep. like, well, what if it's like melting? And that like, they clicked everything into place. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I ended up getting to draw this really fucking cool, um, sorry for cursing, uh, this cool like melted, I don't know, she's she's both the, the Grecian princess and the volcano, <laughs> not Grecian Roman. I always hate Grecian. I did that in the post too. I I I typed out Grecian princess, even though the place is literally uh. called Nova Roma. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my my favorite detail, honestly, my favorite detail might be the tattoo on the arm. I think it's a fun. I think it's a fun detail. Do you know what it reminded me of? What? You, so so, can I ask you whether you did this? Whether this was intentional? Right. I I can't remember what the name of them are. Um, which is great, you know, running a podcast. Can't remember words. feel like that's the job. But, um, you don't need those. Those are none of your business. <laughs> Do you know the maps, ma the relief maps? What are they called again? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't do that on purpose. But honestly, I think um, like, like the thermal map type things, I think that might be part of what the inspiration with how they illustrated her powers that I'm sort of recalling. I'm, I'm literally referenced something that's referencing that maybe potentially. Um, no, yeah, it's not that on purpose, but I do love that. <laughs> I think, so what, what I think what Bradley means is, yes, that was on purpose. They are a genius. <laughs> um, and that's, that's uh, how we're going to write it down. Cool. So. That's how subtext in the X-Men works. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, your favorite part. Uh, my favorite part, I think, I think it's the, I think it's the tattoo. Much as I love the design I did for the dress, I think the dress itself is yeah. gorgeous. But I, I like the tattoo a lot. I think it it adds a fun detail to an otherwise just kind of pretty pretty dress. I, I, I think it's absolutely stunning. Thank you. 
And, and with that, we will jump over onto Rain Sinclair. Oh, my baby. Okay, so I wanted Rain to be... I knew I wanted sort of religious iconography. Uh-huh. Think Met Gala. So, unfortunately, um, Bradley, that means we have failed to oh, race the clock, but we are not stopping. Oh. There is no way we are stopping. Because <laughs> we, <laughs> we are nowhere near <laughs> finished. Oh, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> Special episode it is. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I knew I wanted religious iconography. Think um, Met Gala. Um, heavenly bodies to sort of play a part in this and i also just wanted i wanted rain to get to be the princess that she (laughs) wants to be that she is in in her fairy tale brain i i thought it was a fun detail that she's half in wolf form for that too i really struggled between do i want her to be fully human or or whatever but i think this ends up taking how otherwise feminine and chic the design is. A, a big inspiration for this was an Audrey Hepburn um, dress. Oh, yeah. And, and I don't know, taking it and, and kind of turning it on its head in a fun way that is very appropriate for the character. So this kind of feels, again, like a, another really clever interpretation of her wearing her trauma because the conflict between her mutant identity and her religious identity has been like a running thing in the comics. Mm-hmm. And so for her to arrive in this gorgeous gown sort of draped in crosses but also really openly showing her mutant side it's it's like she's stopped compromising and she's been able to integrate both of those parts of herself into one look yes 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 that's that was that was also kind of part of it i i was kind of weaving all that together in in uh the design for it and also I, i like how serene it is because like you know the baby the, the the dying mm-hmm. like there's been a lot she's had a lot of trauma even by x-men standards she's had a lot of trauma <laughs> like very much and so i just loved like this peaceful moment for her i thought mm-hmm. that was amazing i wanted her to uh, get to i don't know be the princess of the ball <laughs> once <laughs> and uh, or i guess the angel because uh, i i included the the halo very intentionally i had this idea that it's like a i don't know like a cool visual like headwear but yeah, no, that that was really nice. I loved it. I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I also love her expression. <laughs> Thank you. I I love the character. She's she's um she feels a lot like I felt at um I think w- what I what I glommed onto when I was a teenager and reading those was that I I also grew up in a very religious household and um and felt a lot of uh, I I don't know a lot of kinship with the the way that she um. The way that she thinks mm. of herself and the way that she thinks of her best attributes uh, coming into conflict um, with, um, with I don't know, the life she was born into. Wow. I'm so glad that we got to do this because hearing the backstory of these makes them even richer. Thank you. I, I, I do love this was one that uh, a, a friend of mine, Terry Bloss, he said it was his favorite. He has a very uh, uh, similar background uh, to me. Um, and, and I loved uh, that was where it started crystallizing for me how much I loved that each one of these seems to be somebody's favorite for whatever reason, uh, different ones will jump out to different people. And I, I think that's really beautiful. It's part of what I love about the X-Men in general um, and sort of the New Mutants in particular. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I think your art has only added to that. <laughs> Thank you. 
really it's it's like a, an amazing addition to those characters thank you um but if we jump over next we have karma. Uh, karma so this all hopped out of uh, by the time i got to karma um there had been other karma designs uh that were online that were just fantastic and i didn't want to do anything like them I want to make something different than anything else that exists. But something so fun about Karma is the way that her powers are visually are are shown visually in in that like insane sort of like geometric circular shape. The way that that hit me was uh, was the fan. This all kind of started with the fan and and I kind of worked out from there. And um, yeah, I, I I. uh, the the robot leg is another really fun detail to introduce into this because you're like, what what can I do with that? So I ended up in this very um, cyberpunk flapper situation that is just <laughs> bonkers. I decided w- on a semi transparent dress because she's you know a very proud uh, lady who is not ashamed of herself. Also, titties out for the gals. Uh, <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um yeah no I, I a fun detail i think also is uh, the um her purse has this like brain pattern on it that i i oh my god oh my god included on a whim i think that might be my favorite detail uh, i knew i wanted her to have a purse and i thought it would, I, I it's something that later ended up popping up in uh gene gray design um where someone pointed out after the fact that wasn't something i did on purpose but that her flowers ended up forming like a brain i think that's kind of a fun detail to include with your uh um your psychics Wow, I, I I hadn't even clocked that. That's it's yeah, it's a fun uh, uh, detail that's kind of hiding. I think my favorite part is still the fan. It's such it just looks yeah. it looks like how I envisioned doing it when I wanted to make it, and that is rare that <laughs> you can make something <laughs> and and it actually looks like what you thought it should. <laughs> so how long how long do these take you to plan and make? So um, this one. Um, this one did i did a lot of um redrawing and and um going back and forth on how i wanted details to look i was so uncertain drawing this one this one took maybe probably five hours all in all because i i make them i sketch them on the train and then i do a lot of coloring a lot of times i'll color at home uh when i'm you know still mm-hmm. cooling down um mm-hmm. this one took maybe maybe three three to five hours um, it's it's hard to tell because I don't I don't really put on um, timers, um, but yeah. but somewhere in that range. I mean, this looks like days of work. It looks like <laughs> Thank you. No, if I spent amazing. days, it would look bad. Uh, <laughs> I, I the <laughs> thing about these is I can't give myself time to second guess. Otherwise, I'll you know. I'll send things to my friends uh, asking about small details that no one will ever notice for five days. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, the next one, it's, it was a commission that I did. I don't, I don't want to miss um, Sweet Dog Ramsey. Yes. You'll see him in the, um, the group shot next to uh, Cannonball and Sunspot. Um, is yep. uh, Doug on the far right wearing... Um, Oh, this. Yeah, he's a little separate because he was a commission and the um, the uh, person who commissioned him posted that from his accounts. 
Okay, so for anybody for anybody listening, we are in the group shot now, all the way to the right, and you'll see you'll see Doug here with a fierce bevel. <laughs> and like let's get into it. This um this look is so bonkers. This was uh, my only directive was I want Doug wearing a combination of of Warlock and Krakoa. Yep. And I I took that to mean, oh, of course he's wearing a romper with a titty cut out in you. <laughs> um, I actually, making this, I was thinking, I was like, okay, so Doug is not inherently fashionable, but a fun no prize mm-hmm. explanation for why Doug could possibly feasibly have come up with it is this, is if you see fashion as a language with its own sort of like rules and structures. Um, it's complete bullshit, yes. but that is a thing. Oh, also a fun detail. I made this, um, to, to timestamp this, I made this right around when that one award show happened. I think it was, I think it was the music video awards or something where Taylor Swift wore a mask mm-hmm. that had like all like flowers on the front. And so I literally adapted that yeah. and put that on him. And then like the other half of the mask from the flowers is like a warlock's mouth and like the way his like teeth are drawn. Yeah. I love the, I love like the, the phalanx half of this. Is Thank you. Also the irony of having like, the mutant whose power is to speak be the only one with his mouth covered. Love it's, that too. Yeah, it, it was a really fun design. I I, uh, I venture to say it's maybe one of my favorites. It's also, uh, as long as we're talking about doubles, it's the only three in one. <laughs> if, if you see it yes. as him uh, with literally Krakoa and uh, Warlock, uh, which was kind of my idea when I was making it. Uh, was that it, it's it's literally the three of them in one costume. So do the heels, l- let's talk about the heels. Because, <laughs> I mean, putting Doug Ramsey in heels, like genius, genius position. <laughs> Are the heels touching the floor? So, I, this is inspired by, like, the, there these heels really exist that, like, don't have technical, like, heels to them. I Like, they're just constructed in such a way that you don't fall mm-hmm. down. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and in this case, we'll say mm-hmm. bolstered by um, magic and technology, respectively. Perfect explanation. <laughs> but no, the 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 heels themselves do not touch the floor. They are like just it's basically just the balls of his feet on the floor. God bless him. I hope he lives. <laughs> I yeah. hope he survives the experience. <laughs> I mean, me too. A classic callback. <laughs> I think it's actually your podcast now. <laughs> that was. That was good enough to claim ownership. I mean, it's listen, he's going to have an amazing time. For the 15 seconds that he's upright, it's going to be the best. <laughs> a, a glorious, incandescent 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so on to our next look. If we Do we want to... Do you want to jump across and talk about uh, Sunspot and Cannonball? Let's talk about them, yeah. Uh, and they're two in one anyway. This was intended to be, I don't know why I thought I could stop doing these, because this was intended to be the grand finale. <laughs> Here I am still making them. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's that's an issue for later. <laughs> I, I thought it would be fun, uh, a, a just like fun bit if they showed up in outfits that were clearly evocative of each other's powers on accident. Like they just accidentally switched outfits through some, you know, 
uh, mistake. Um, but yeah, no, um, yeah. these were really fun to make. Um, honestly, I would, uh, like, I would wear both, but I would wear, um, the, I would wear the one that Sunspot is wearing on any day for free. <laughs> it looks so comfortable and so cute. It does. It does. The gradients are lovely. It's, and it's, so something that mattered to me coming up with this was something that at least on some level, these characters would consider wearing. Um, and I think that's something, that's something fun and it evokes, um, Cannonball's powers. And I think it's something he wouldn't mind putting on. (laughs) He's, he's wearing Sunspot's deal, which is not at all something Cannonball would choose for himself, but is a hundred percent something Sunspot would wear as a gag. And also, I mean, the, I think the beautiful thing about this is that, like, Cannibal's kind of circled back around into a sort of Havoc Asmadi's plus one outfit. He has. <laughs> it's very that vibe. I love that. Yeah. It's it's very Havoc yeah. circa, uh, circa Inferno. I honestly, now I want to make that. So uh, thank you. <laughs> and actually, just to touch on something that you said that there um, about the characters wearing these outfits, I think one of the things that makes all of these so incredible and one of the reasons I really liked them, and I was like scrolling through, going, "No, no, no," is 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 that you can tell that behind these is a knowledge of the characters themselves, because it's not they're not just good fashion decisions; they're also great character decisions. So much of this has like real knowledge and love of the characters behind it, and that's partially what makes them amazing. Because you look at them and you go, "Wow, visually that's beautiful," but also that makes sense, like. This series really is a love, my love letter to these characters. I, I, I love every character that I've, that I've done this with. And <laughs> it, it's been very, very fun. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for doing them and letting us join in with you. But yeah, I, um, Sunspot's um, costume, <laughs> I, I'm saying Sunspot's, uh, it's on Cannonball. Um, but it's, it's very, something that I thought would be fun was this big, Kirby Crackle yep. extravaganza for the cape. But yeah, I I I had fun making something that looked like his powers look. That was an, both of them have sort of costumes more evocative of their powers than anything else. If Bobby was wearing his actual costume, a nice thing that I haven't seen done almost mm-hmm. anywhere would be if he activated his powers, he'd be indistinguishable from his outfit. That would be fun. I, I it has been Something that I, I I keep meaning to make the time to draw them in their own proper outfits because I honestly think that would be as much of a serve. Yeah. This was such a fun concept that I did it, but it, I also kind of want to see them in their proper outfits. <laughs> Me too. I'll put my notifications on. When it happens, I'll be there. <laughs> I am looking respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, as we move towards the finish line... Uh, mm-hmm. I think we've got a couple of looks left. Let's jump into Maddie, who is, like, hands down, one of the biggest <laughs> gags of this entire thread. <laughs> Maddie was so fun! Okay, so, this dress, um, I knew I wanted something that centered on... I, I wanted... If Maddie showed up at the Hellfire Gala, it would be a full villain entrance. It would be full Maleficent... Uh, oh dear, what an awkward situation. Yeah. But it would, um, so, um, I, and she's, I, she's very much giving that with the face. 
Uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I that was very much part of my thinking, and I think you ended up seeing a bit of that femme fatale in the hair. Yeah, this this big poofy sort of uh, '40s dame looking uh, hair. Um, which I think is also very much on Chris Claremont's mind, so it's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted this to be all about mushrooms and the things that flourish in the dark. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, be- the beautiful... It ended up... Oh, sorry. Thank you, thank you. I, I wanted... I didn't even... I wanted it to be not just a black outfit either. I wanted to pack color in there. And and then the yellow just ended up kind of tying it all together in a nice way. Um, and, the, and the way you really do see those kind of veins in a lot of... Um, I can't think of the word. It's not, the proper term isn't mushrooms, it's, but it's uh, the in the family of mushrooms, things that grow... Fungi? Fungi, yeah. Um, you, you kind of see this veining in a lot of fungi and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I mean, it's, it's just beautiful detailing over the shoulder, like the oh, translucent long sleeve with like the corsage of mushrooms. At the <laughs> thank end. you. This huge flowering sort of, uh, you know, you know, those huge, um, there are those huge mushrooms that like are mm-hmm. on the redwoods that come out like massive plates. That reminds me. A big part of probably why this exists at all is that I've been, I had uh, just wrapped up playing the game Control, um, mm-hmm. which if anyone out there hasn't played that wonderful game, it involves existence of these kind of like very colorful uh, mushroom growths. It's scary and it's beautiful. And that's kind of exactly what I wanted to go for, for Maddie. Very Lost of Us. Very... Oh, and... Um, and strong under boob vibes because uh, because of who she is and and what she's about. <laughs> obligatory, obligatory. But I mean, just hands down, I think this also one of my favorites. And like, it, just the, the the bitch what now face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and it, I think the hair really helped that too. The ability of the hair to throw this strong down shadow over her eyes. It ended up, it ended up quite fun. Um, sort of evocative of if anyone's a Drag Race fan, uh, Trixie Mattel's um, finale on on the All Stars she was in uh, had had hair similar to this that I think has what like like um, the sh- magic shoes. It's lived rent free in my brain for several years now and demanded yeah. to be made. Ooh, talking about Drag Race, um, Violet Chachki, the oh. Bugs look where she mm-hmm. had the crown sort of meshed into her skin. That, yeah, that was very important here too. Uh, I think I actually, in the replies to this, I think I, I said this was inspired by Violet Chachki as a concept. <laughs> uh, and then speaking of um, sort of uh, two for ones, I ended up deciding after I had made that, I thought the idea of doing Jean as a life counterpart to Maddie's death uh concept was too enticing (laughs) and so i did it yes um it's and so we've we've swept over now we've swept is not a word we've (laughs) moved on to the next image which is jean in this beautiful sort of she's wearing an entire rose bush and it's gorgeous please please walk us through this it's just this, this, I wanted it dripping in life. I wanted something very green and verdant too. Luckily, the color green is also important to Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. I think what ended up being sort of my favorite bit, I love, I love the way that the dress looks like the inside of flower stems in an odd way. It, it, mm-hmm. it looks, 
it, it's it's a whole thing. She, you know, she's flowers and and um, Maddie is mushrooms. I think that's fun. I think that's appropriate for how the characters see themselves and how they frame themselves in their own internal narrative. Yes, I think um, a bit that was a lot of fun about this is the the sort of mask type thing like i wanted specifically for this to look like jean gray and not poison ivy um because it's very easy for green lady uh with red hair and a bunch of flowers to read poison ivy yes yeah yeah i i think i think the the headgear really did a lot toward that it's got like echoes of her um of her x-men red look you know with Mm -hmm. a very structured headpiece but Mm -hmm. in a very sort of refined while also Mm -hmm. exploded (laughs) It's like how do you <laughs> yes, take they... that and and you've you've taken away the militaristic bits of it while making it very mm-hmm. sort of aesthetic, which is lovely. It's fashion, uh... but is it fashion? But is it fashion? It's, it's... fashion. <laughs> <laughs> it's fa- <laughs> so sweet, Pep. Uh, light of my life, Peppermint. It was so. It's fashion. Which one of us is going to do the burp? <laughs> The, uh, oh, you mean the fracking? (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh dear. Okay, all right. So, okay, uh, in terms of uh, variants, which one was your favorite? Because we have a, uh, a, like, full bandage dress version, and then we have a two-piece version that has... Oh. Yeah. I... I included this because I I drew it with a midriff cutout, uh, and then thought, and then I thought, no, Jean would be, you know, Jean is is a very proper lady at the gala. She'll she'll wear a full dress. And then I thought, you know, we'll, we'll do a hoe after party, <laughs> <laughs> a, a tear away situation because the children need it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I mean the the second one. I think when I when I. When I saw the first one, I was like, that's lovely. I get it. I was like looking at all the details. Uh, part, of, part of my relationship with all of these pictures is that I look at them, I gasp. And then I spend the next five minutes like <laughs> zooming into different parts of it. And my fingers get really tired from like exploding the picture and having to stay there. But Enhanced. yeah, the second one was like, I didn't realize how much body you drawn her with until that midriff section came out. And then I was like, wait a minute, hold on a minute. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of swerves in there. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I I tend to draw a very um, a a very thick waisted jean that that is uh, that has popped up at a few different periods. (laughs) She's got you know little titties, big waist. (laughs) Okay, that's the vibe. It is a hundred percent the vibe. I think all of these are vibe, but I I love this one. I've got a soft spot for this one. Um, and next, let's talk about people that we maybe don't have a soft spot for. Oh, we're on Miss the, okay. Wanda Maximoff. Miss Wanda Maximoff showing up. Uh, I this whole idea started with the mask yeah. um, element. I wanted something. Okay, so I, I there's a lot to do with the X Men and headwear. Um, as, as far as if you want to make it, you know, fashion, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I thought, what can I fucking do with that headpiece? I love it, but what is there? And then everything sort of fell together when I thought the word pretender masquerades, um, and, and I, I made this sort of like devil mask that looks like her, her headpiece. Um, 
from there, it was really just a matter of, of realizing that I, I wanted to make this sort of, um, she's got a very court jester, uh, court magician, just very, um, uh, very fantasy vibes to her. Yes. I'm always um, a, a fun detail. Uh, if you look at any design I've done, at some point I tried to put one of these little collars on them <laughs> because I have a fascination with them personally. <laughs> um, because they're just such a bizarre, <laughs> like time stamped piece of fashion. Yeah. Um, so I love that. I'm glad I finally got to put it in in an actual finished design. Um, I included the little um, the little eye on her forehead. A, I liked the idea that she takes off this um, the the mask, and there's this like little nod to her being sort of raised in magic by. Or she was she was taught in magic by this outright EC character. That's still in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and and it's also a fun little nod to the vision because I I thought oh yellow would be cute like his little I d I did wonder about that I was like I was like is it is it the Mind Stone is it like a little reference to the Eye of Agamotto but that's like Stephen Strange's thing and so it's really good to hear the background it's kind of, of all of them uh, the third eye is such an intrinsic bit of mystic lore yeah. um, that um, it, it's sort of all of it, but I, I made it yellow specifically because of the vision, and I stand them as a couple. <laughs> <laughs> were, uh, were there any like uh, Romani touches that went into this? I that's a thing. I want to have fun nods to cultures here and there, mm -hmm. but I, not so much that it's offensive. That came up with karma. That came up with um, mirage. It comes up here. Yeah. Um, I, do, I want to stay away from anything, um, appropriative necessarily. Um, so this ended up much more just sort of mystic, mystic based in general. Um, mm -hmm. and, and sort of, um, this like RPG looking thing. Um, cause I, I, yeah, I, I worry with some of these that trying to do, trying to invoke things that I don't fully understand ends up being a slippery slope. Yep. Yep. Which is, which is completely valid. I, I just love the character. <laughs> um, so in terms of the, 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 the flat sort of bent arm piece and leg piece, uh -huh. yeah. are, we, are we talking metal? Mm -hmm. Are we talking fabric? Does it float? So it's, it's sort of, I, I do think it floats a little bit. I, I included that. I, I guess we should talk about the, the, this has a real circular motif because that's how her powers work. And I like, I like doing these costumes that have to do with their powers. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it is sort of a, a metallic floating. It's, you know, a, a lot of these outfits are held together by the power of magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one may be more than any of the others. <laughs> I, I adore all of the costumes that defy reality in some way. And when I saw this one, I just imagined those sort of hovering an inch away from her and maybe mm -hmm. moving a bit further out and coming back closer in as she mm -hmm. moves around. And I just loved it because it, it, like, exactly. I saw it and it evoked so much movement uh, and different textures in it. And I thought it was absolutely stunning. Thank you. Thank you. Um... And I guess that brings us to the last one for now. Um, the final, the crest of the hill, maybe, 
maybe the most iconic thing I've seen in relation <laughs> to the Hellfire Gala, or indeed this character. And so, so I'll, I mean, let's just break the tension. It's Destiny, but like it's Destiny. Destiny has always, for me, had like such a strong camp drag aesthetic. Like, mm-hmm. leave it to the gays to make your costume like a full <laughs> a full sheet of metal. Like, always loved it. But this is just, it, like, beyond. So, please, it, please, Thank you. open the book on this um, one. Yeah, so I had the... So, this is, once again, I, I've sort of stumbled into, um, like I, I was talking about before, this sort of fantasy vibe that, that is very strong in both this and the Scarlet Witch in particular. Um, and it's it's sort of historical. I wanted something that was both um, past and future. Um, I wanted something that, that had a lot of like crazy sort of like, um, virtual reality looking lines, like you sort of see in the, um, in the bodice of it. And something that has this crazy, um, you know, she has that like long helmet type thing in, you know, in her classic costume. And I wanted something that was that it was regal. It was Royal. Um, and, um, uh, yeah, I, I sort of, um, I, I took bits from a lot of things for this. I took the, um, the shape of the hips, the way they come out at a sharp angle from one of my favorite queens on the season of Drag Race, uh, Simone. Oh, yeah. Had that in like this gorgeous white dress that she did. Uh, the Say um, Their Names dress. The Say Their Names dress. It was so beautiful, yep. had such a good message and was just such a moment. Mm. Uh, that, yeah, I, I evoked that with this. I, I took, um, the shoulders, um, from, uh, Got Mix promo that has these, like, it has a sort of similar shape to yes. them. Um, and I thought that's exactly what I want. That's, that's, it's, it's past, it's future. It's fashion. <laughs> it's fashion. <laughs> um, the sleeves were really a moment because um, I think that's what makes the whole thing. I wanted something that looks like it looks like seeing all the way into the future. Yes. Um, it, it it starts as this sort of like um, amorphous thing and then you're looking as it like forms into something you see it at its height and then you watch it deteriorate um as it gets toward the ground um yep and i i that was i think that was what really brought the whole outfit together it was the the piece de resistance for the outfit and the boots were just fun weaving these like um these kind of similar things because you kind of see the same thing happening there yeah um as as they deconstruct as they get toward to the bottom yeah yeah i wanted these like ornate you know once again very very evocative of brocade like ornate uh things uh but with a really modern touch i mean i i think i think these this this outfit for me has so many touches of genius in it um because (laughs) and it's so it's so amazing what's really incredible for me is that you've managed to communicate something so specific and nuanced with the choice of a sleeve. And it, it, <laughs> it's so many clever moves that have happened here. Because when I looked at it, I, I saw the sleeves and I went, 
that's kind of like her experience, isn't it? Because it made me think mm -hmm. of the line that she said to Moira. Oh, yeah. You know, when she says, oh, yeah. I look yeah. into your future, I see, you think that this goes on forever, but I see 10 lives, maybe 11 if you make the choice, the right choice at the end. And I'm like, for her, mm -hmm. she's constantly seeing the end of the road. And obviously, the, you know, mm -hmm. now that now that sort of Hickman's recontextualized the mutant uh, future, we know that that road is a little mm -hmm. bit rough. <laughs> mm -hmm. And yeah. so why wouldn't she come in an exaggerated sleeve that tatters toward the end? Because, <laughs> like, that's her whole vibe. Yeah, that's it. She makes no secret of of uh, of the future even if it's uh even if it's uh grim <laughs> and and i mean the little touches like i love the little i love the the star on one knee and the circle on the other ah thank you i'm glad someone noticed that that's nice to hear <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean just from the meta all the way down to the very very micro it was amazing Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I, I like the idea of it all kind of coming out of this this eye in the center, yeah. too. That was just, it was, it was a very, very fun costume to make. It, it is. And I mean, it's like Destiny the Stallion is. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this briefly before. Uh, someone uh, mentioned it at some point, like, I could see Beyonce in this. And like the... The idea <laughs> was enough to send me, like, spiraling into another dimension, brought me to the future, brought me to the past, and then brought me back into my body. Uh, but but it's, it's fashion. <laughs> Do you know what? I literally might go back and make this the title of the episode. <laughs> um, it's fashion. <laughs> the, the thighs, like, you gave... I've never seen somebody give Destiny that much thigh, and I was grateful for it. <laughs> <laughs> she's always serving leg <laughs> I, I i guess it is i i took away her her boob window and gave her uh some real thigh uh some real thigh damage <laughs> <laughs> i i love it so uh so thank you um thank you so much bradley and uh that has been an amazing run through some amazing amazing work and i really appreciate the time that you've spent with me uh with everybody who's listening um and I mean, I hope that this this goes well, and people watch, and and you know they discover <laughs> they discover what you've done here, and they hear all the the sort of rich love that you have for the characters behind it as well, and it just amplifies everything that you've done. Um, I'll, I'll close out with one last question. So, like, yeah, what do you do next? <sighs> so, um, we, uh, most immediately, Sabretooth. Um, no. You know, hopefully I can manage to make something that I, all the time, every one of these has started out with me being like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. what. I'm, <laughs> I don't know, but and then and then something falls into place. Another thing falls into place and I make it. Um, but um, after that, I don't know. Um, it depends on where my my little lizard brain uh, rests next. Uh, and on what character, if I do more of these, we'll see. Um, I do know, I, okay, so I was talking to, I've, I've connected with a lot of lovely, um, people as a result of these. Um, one of them, um, was, um, Marte, uh, Gracia, I hope I'm saying oh his name right, who's the, 
obviously the colorist uh, for the X-Men. And he was talking about, he was like, so what are you wearing for the gala? And I was like, what, what do you, what do you mean wearing? I, I, the idea of making a physical costume had literally not occurred to me, um, before that. Um, and, and so it spent, uh, it sent my uh, little brain spiraling for a while until I, I had, um, I had the idea of being, of, of making uh, a little outfit as a certain infamous designer that I will leave unnamed for now. Um, okay. but it's, it's a, it's a recognizable look. Uh, <laughs> so I, I guess you could say that's what's next. Um, more generally, I'm just still making art, still making, I, you know, um, trying to make fashion where I can. It's fashion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um, I don't know, kind of whatever my, my little brain settles on. Um, we'll see. Amazing. And in terms of... Hopefully meeting some of you lovely people. Listen, if if God allows. I very, <laughs> I very rarely in, invoke God anywhere, but... You know, I, you, you you gassed me up with the dresses and all that. Now look, I think I will be um, next time. You know, God willing, FlameCon happens again. I'll be there, um, and uh, I I think it would be fun to. I'm I'm setting up a little shop now. I don't know why I've never made a print shop before. I've just kind of sold things to people. You know, you contact me. What do you like? I'll send whatever to yep. you. But I'm setting up a formal little uh, print shop that you, you should be able to find via, you know, go to my Twitter. You'll see Amazing. it. Um, so, I'm, I'll make a link to it. I, I will do that. Leave that to me. You can you can follow <laughs> okay. you can follow Bradley at Knife System. So that's K-N-I-F-E-S-Y-S-T-E-M. Um, are commissions open as well as this? Can people DM yes. you for... for for some of this incredible work? They can, for now. If I respond with just panicked noises, uh, that means I'm, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> but yes, uh, DM me for commissions, uh, and we'll see what we can do. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you, Bradley. Um, thank you to everybody who's listening. I've been Ashley. And I've been Bradley. And this has been X of Words. I did it. I remembered a thing. <laughs> Everyone pack it up. <laughs> I'm 100% keeping that in. <laughs> that is going in. <laughs> well, this has been lovely. Someone that chokes, someone that fits inside.